Warning, this podcast is a lot like Christmas, and all I want for Christmas is three hoes. Oh, oh, oh. Well, there's snow time like the present. And speaking of presents, thank you for joining us for our 10th episode of A Real Treat, where we discuss our top 10 favorite Christmas films. I am your host, Charlie Rhodes, and of course, across from me is your co-host, Dalton Titshaw. Hello, I hope you're ready for this ride, this sleigh ride. Oh, shit. You trying to get slayed over there? I'm trying to be your little helper. Oh, you're always helping me, Dalton. <laughs> and you're little, so that, that works out hey! perfectly. <laughs> Santa's not the only one with an elf. Yeah, that's right. like Tiny Tim right here. All right. So God bless us. <laughs> everyone. I was going to say one and all. It's it's everyone. I think it's, yeah. God bless us, everyone. Okay, all right, cool. From the both of us here at A Real Treat Podcast, we just want to wish everybody a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever you choose to celebrate. Happy New Year as well. Happy Hanukkah. Yes, uh, Kwanzaa, that's also around this time, correct? I believe so. Happy Kwanzaa, happy everything, just we hope that you're all... Feliz Navidad. Ah, there we go, that's a good one, yeah. And uh, we just want to, just, we hope that you're all having a good, joyful season. It's been a rough year for a lot of people, so we just hope that everyone out there is staying safe and enjoying the time with those that they are blessed to be around. And we appreciate you for tuning in and listening to this podcast. Yes, seriously, thank you so much. That is the best present I could have asked for. So yep, thank exactly. you. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful season and enjoy this episode. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, on our last episode, we talked about how we were going to watch the wonderful Christmas film Gremlins. And Dalton, you, mm-hmm. you had not seen this film before, or you had seen I, parts of it as a kid, right? I repressed it as a child, because as soon as I saw the gremlins turn into those vicious little fucks, I was <laughs> out, man. Like, my childhood, like, my, my child brain could not take it. I turned it off, and I repressed it, because when we when we watched this movie, and all of a sudden I saw them turn all, like, crazy— I didn't even remember that. I like no. I remember not liking it and being scared, but I didn't even remember what they looked like. So that's mm-hmm. how deeply, rep- how how far down I shoved that into my psyche. It scared me, man. Yeah, I mean it's understandable. I mean even as a as a kid, I definitely I definitely get what you're saying. I mean they they go from these cute, cuddly little furry little. Gizmo or, or oh, Mogwai looking things. Oh, yeah. These little cute, Furby man. looking fucking things. And then all of a sudden they're like reptilian and fucking demons. Right. Man. Talk they're about freaky. a transformation. So so now that you're an adult. Or a metamorphosis. And, yeah, a metamorphosis. Now that you're an adult and, and you've uh, you've seen it now, how did you handle it this time? <laughs> I uh, I still wanted to go to the bathroom and cry. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, it was perfectly fine to watch as an adult. It 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 was scary at times. They're still scary and and crazy looking, but I also found it very funny. It's yeah, just it's a great. It is funny as hell. Yeah, and just overall as a film, I it was very enjoyable. I'm kind of bummed that I haven't been able to like enjoy this every Christmas up until now. But moving forward, this is going to be a movie I definitely check out every Christmas. Hell yeah! I mean, I just loved it. I I, I really did. I loved it. I, I I loved that the dad had all of his 
cool inventions that never worked and they yeah. always like crapped out in some way. Right. Uh, it's always great to see Phoebe Cates. Mm. And um, I just love how the gremlins just as soon as they like met- metamorphosize, they become these crazy evil creatures. They just they're out to just have fun and just destroy things. Yeah, there's some murder. Sure. Mrs. Deagle. Oh, she gets what is coming to her, doesn't she? I know, man. <laughs> I know. Literally, this movie has my favorite death. I was just about to say, movie. like, we're not going to talk about this movie too much because right. uh, in about mm, 20 to 30 minutes, we're going to be talking about it some more. Sure, yeah. I'm pretty, but, much, I'm pretty much done there. I just... I was going to say, is that, was that your favorite part when me, Mrs. Deagle dies? Yes, dude. Well, before this, my favorite death in any movie was uh, Samuel L. Jackson in Deep Blue Sea. Oh, yeah. When he's given that big speech, and then all of a sudden the shark just comes yeah. out and gets him. But this tops it, in my opinion. But, so yeah. I'm glad I finally got to see it through. Thank you for convincing me and showing it to me. Definitely an enjoyable film, especially for Christmas. I had a blast watching it, and I really laughed out loud quite a few times. I had a great time. It was a good film. Yeah, it is a great, great movie. So let's go ahead and get started with our top 10 Christmas favorites. Merry Christmas, everyone, and happy Hanukkah, happy holidays, and all that. Let's go. Let's go. It's Devil Time! <laughs> Jingle All the Way, 1996, directed by Brian Levin, Levant, I don't know. He direct, He uh, also... It doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, well, didn't he also direct something? Yeah, he did. <laughs> he also directed the Flintstone movies, both of them. That's uh, a nice filmography. Yeah, so, yeah, he's got some real, real classic... <laughs> some classics under his belt, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he worked with, you know, Yonald Schwarzenegger. Uh, Sinbad is also in this, a great, great... I love Sinbad. In his most iconic role to date. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Phil Hartman. Rest in peace, buddy. Uh, and then you got Robert Conrad and cameos by Martin Mole and Jim Belushi and Chris Parnell and also Danny Woodburn. I literally don't know like half of those people, but cool. You you would if you if you saw Yeah, him. okay. Well, you know right. Chris Parnell for sure. And then Danny Woodburn is the uh, he's like the little midget guy that plays one of the elves. Danny Woodburn? Yeah. Okay. I think he's actually in another Christmas movie as an elf. Yeah, he is. Is he white or black? Uh, He's white. Oh, okay. I was thinking of the black guy in uh, Bad Santa. Bad Santa. Well, we'll get there. Yeah, right, right. But uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Jingle All the Way. It's a decent Christmas movie. Actually, it's it's Dude, not. It's, it's a good Christmas movie. No, man. it's not. I just rewatched <laughs> it. It's honestly ter- terrible, and it <laughs> probably wouldn't make anyone's list. But it, it did make mine just because, like, growing up, this was my, one of my favorites. Uh, watching this with my brother and sister in the 90s. Uh, the acting, not quite up to par. It's pretty cheesy. Definitely a kid's movie. But uh, I, I don't know. I just can't help but love this movie, man. It's it's a good one. And if Is you haven't it, seen it... It's been a long time. It's basically he Arnold has to get a, a certain toy for his son. Right, right? yeah. And yeah. it's all about him and Sinbad like fighting for the last one or something. Right. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And I, I'm, I'm basically going to ruin the entire movie for you if you haven't seen it. But that's okay, because if you go throughout your entire life without watching this movie, I think you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, well, there'll, right. there'll, just as a disclaimer, there will be spoilers for like a lot of these movies. Oh, definitely. These are Christmas movies that most of us watch every year. So a, a couple of mine, at least, will have been more recent. So if I spoil those, I apologize. But, yeah, fair warning. Eh, right. I don't apologize. Screw you. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I'm going to ruin it <laughs> on purpose. But no, I'm uh, going to wreck it. Yeah, but so this movie is about a dad, like you said, uh, played by Arnold, who doesn't spend any time with his family, 
and he misses his son's karate ceremony. And to make it up to him, he promises to get him whatever he wants for Christmas, which is a Turbo Man doll action figure thing. And uh, his wife even told him to buy one weeks ago because it is now Christmas Eve, and he basically spends all of Christmas Eve uh, in search of a place to get the Turbo Man alongside the local mailman, played by Sinbad, mm. who is hilarious. And they're, they're always like fighting each other to get their hands on this sold-out number one Christmas toy. Uh, there's some pretty funny scenes. Uh, I think my favorite scene by far is when he goes to the warehouse uh, with, the, with the Santa from the mall, and it's basically a toy cartel ran by all the mall Santas. <laughs> like, they're, they're all there. Like, every mall Santa's in there just making cheap knockoff fucking bootleg toys. I love when movies or TV shows have, like, all the Santa impersonators be, like, a part of a group right. together. It's right. awesome. It was funny, too, because uh, me and my brother, when we watched this, like, two weeks ago or whatever, uh, he brought up a good question, which is, what the hell is this warehouse? Like, this, this doesn't exist. <laughs> and, and, like... Obviously, like the cops come in and bust it and stuff, but it's just like, how did they get this warehouse and like, how did like, how did this become like a business? I just don't understand. Um, but they actually, you know, they actually mentioned it in a movie. It is a toy cartel. They mentioned the toy cartel ran by uh, toy companies. The best kind of cartel. Yeah. But anyway, that was that's just one great scene. Especially uh, he also fights uh, one of the the really big Santas, who is played by the pro wrestler Paul Wright, better known as the uh, the Big Show. Oh, the Big Show? That's yeah, his real name? Yeah, he's yeah. well, yeah, Paul Wright. Uh, hmm. Paul White, sorry. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's it's weird because it's W-I-G-H-T and not W-H-I-T-E or something like Interesting. that. Interesting. So it's White, but anyway. Um, and then uh, and then all of a sudden, like, the dad, like, towards the end of the movie, he, he stumbles in the uh, costume room for the big parade, and they mistake him for the guy who's supposed to play Turbo Man. So now he is Turbo Man, and then there's, like, this, this super cheesy fight, uh, where like Arnold's character finally realizes he needs to spend more time with his family. He saves his son in the fight, and then his son finally gets a Turbo Man to bring home his dad. Super gay. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> of course. So, so lame. But anyway, that, that's, a, that's a 90s movie for but, you. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, hey, man, yeah. And we loved it as kids, uh, probably because Turbo Man and his enemies, like in the TV show, they kind of remind us of the Power Rangers. And I actually looked it up. It They are a parody of the Power Rangers. Oh, there you go. Which I thought was pretty cool because me and my brother loved that. So their intentions up, so. were uh, were accurate. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I also love the scene with the radio station uh, with Martin Mole. Uh, he's great. And then so he – they they're like – He's, like, handing out these uh, coupons to get a toy or whatever, and they, like, break into the radio station. And so he calls the cops on them, and when they uh, when, when the cops show up, the mailman pulls out a package from a satchel and pretends it's a bomb to get away. And moments later, after they escape the cops, the bomb goes off, bringing my favorite line of the movie, which is, like, was that really a bomb? It's a sick world we're living in with sick people. <laughs> Fucking love that. But, um... I also feel terrible for the police officer in the movie because he's constantly like getting coffee thrown on his hands and like <laughs> he's getting hit by a bus and his his, his uh, motorcycle gets ran over by uh, Arnold in oh, the movie. Poor guy, man! It's Christmas time. And he's he's just... the one that opens the bomb. <laughs> like it's crazy. <laughs> so does he die? No, he doesn't <laughs> die. He just gets hurt like throughout the entire movie. Uh, Vern Troyer was in this movie for a second. Ah, oh, nice. Cool. Bringing up yeah. man. They had little people. Yeah, representing. Uh, 
so they filmed all of this movie in Minnesota, and most of it was like most of the mall scenes were shot in Mall of America. Which, oh yes, I've yes. always wanted to go there. I mean, of course, I've always wondered why it's in Minnesota of, of all, all places. places you know? Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> that is weird. Plus, like, I don't know, malls are pretty much irrelevant now because I can just get everything I want on Amazon. Yeah, time. I know, right? <laughs> but uh, it's the experience. Yeah, and the Cinnabon. And then uh, you probably get Cinnabon delivered to your house now too, if you want it. Honestly, you probably could. Yeah, you probably could. But I, I actually, I I wrote a lot more for this movie. But fuck talking about this movie. This movie is lame. Let's go. <laughs> let's go on to my number. Let's 10, go to right? your number ten. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So my number ten actually just came out um, last year, 2019. It is Noel, uh, with starring Anna Kendrick or Anna Kendrick. I don't. I I've heard it both ways. And Bill Hader, and it's also directed by Mark Lawrence. So you haven't seen Noel, correct? I, I have not. Okay, no. yeah. So basically what it's about is... Noel, it's, Noel. It's, You know, I wonder... I don't even remember if that song is played. I think that would be a little... It probably is. That'd be super meta. But <laughs> it, it, it originally was going to be called Nicole, but then they changed it to Noel so that it would fit the holiday season better. So anyway, it's uh, basically what happens is Santa retires... And so his son is supposed to take over as Santa, and his son is played by Bill Hader. And so he's supposed to inherit the most important job in the entire world. And then Anna Kendrick is uh, is Santa's daughter, so she's Bill Hader's uh, sister in this. But Bill Hader's character is not really cut out to be Santa. In fact, it's like he's not good at it at all. He's just not a jolly uh like spirited type guy. I mean, he's nice in his own right, but he's just not fit to be Santa. So he's freaking out about it. And him, he, he and his sister, Anna Kendrick, Noel sit down and she's like, listen, you just need to take like a break. Uh, just like, just take a couple days to like clear your head or whatever. Mm. And he dips out to Phoenix, Arizona <laughs> to, to go clear his, from the North pole. Bye. He deuces. Yeah. He goes to freaking the opposite of the North pole, which is like hot Phoenix, Arizona. And he basically goes on a yoga retreat there. And so everybody's freaking out at the North Pole. And in, like, the North Pole newspapers, it's like everyone is basically dragging her name through the mud because they find out that she's the one who told him he should go take a break. But she didn't mean, like, just just dip. Just, right. you know, catch, catch your breath. Go, go, you know, go, go to the spa for a day or two or something, right? Right. So she feels really bad about it, obviously. So she needs to go find her brother to bring him back so that he can be Santa. Because Christmas is coming. I think it's I, – I forget exactly. I think Christmas is like is like a month away or something. So they need Santa. It's like Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, so it's around Thanksgiving time. Yeah, there you go. And so uh, she goes to find him in, in Phoenix, Arizona. And it's, re- it's really fun because it's like that fish out of water where she's, she, she's used to the North Pole. And she's like in this really warm climate. She meets a whole bunch of Santas that have like a Santa training school. And they're all wearing like shorts. And I think a few of them are even on, on like rollerblades, like rolling, rollerblading around. And it's like it's Christmas, but in like a warm climate, you know, kind of like it is, you know, here in Georgia. Right. They don't have the snow, you know. They don't have the typical things that you that are associated with Christmas. She enlists a private detective to help her find her brother. The private detective has a son as well, and you know, it's a Christmas family movie, so that relationship uh, gets you know played on there, and the father with his son, and and, and all that. And obviously, he's single. Goal, so you know you, who, who what's gonna happen there i don't know but uh noel man i i i i was with a, a girl last year and she was like we're gonna watch this and i was like no nah, i don't want to watch this she was like we're gonna watch this and i was like okay we're gonna watch this and i was glad i did it's on it's it's now in my top 10 favorites i thoroughly enjoyed it at a really good time 
Uh, last thing I'll say about it is that I really love Billy Eichner. Uh, he's the guy who's like on the streets with Billy. If you're the really tall, like Name eccentric guy, well, he's been in, he's been in a few movies nowadays. But he plays Gabriel Kringle, and he's basically the like technical guy. He tries to infuse like modern day technology with how things are ran in the North Pole, mm. and he creates this algorithm that <laughs> basically determines that there's only like. 2,500 kids in the entire world who have been nice. And so it, 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 while with him running things in North, North Pole, it's going to go south, and it's going to go south quick. <laughs> North to North, South Pole. Anyway, <laughs> no pun intended. And would that be a pun? I, I think so. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Judges? <laughs> and uh, and so anyway, it, it's just a it's a heartwarming tale as most Christmas movies are. Anna Kendrick is great, and I personally don't like a lot of things that she's in. Pitch Perfect was cool, but she I don't I don't see the appeal in her that like a lot of people do. But I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, so I put it on my list at number ten. Noel, Noel, how about you? <laughs> Sorry, your uh, numero nueve. Oh, nueve. Uh... This one for me, number nine, is Bad Santa. Oh, good one. There you go. 2003, directed by Terry Zwigoff. 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 I like that. Zwigoff. I don't know if that's actually how you say it. Zwigoff. It sounds like if Smirnoff didn't have so much sugar in it. Right. Um, So it's starring Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, It's got Lauren Graham from uh, Gilmore Girls. I think she's the mom of Gilmore Girls. Oh, is she the mom? Yeah, in that that show. Oh, okay. I've Um, seen like one episode. Yeah. Bernie Mac is in this. John Ritter is in this. Tony Cox. Oh, John Ritter. And Brett mm. Kelly as the kid. So if you haven't seen this movie, this this whole movie is on the naughty list. Okay? This this movie is the naughty list. Did you come uh, up with that yourself? Huh? Did you come up with that yourself? I, I did, yeah. That's <laughs> the very good. first line I wrote. This movie is on the naughty list. <laughs> as good. Billy Bob Thornton plays a complete fucking drunk. And uh, a, a man who gives absolutely no fucks whatsoever. And he just so happens to be a Santa Claus at the mall every Christmas. Of course, the whole reason uh, he is Santa is because him and his midget of a partner team up as Santa and Elf to scope out a different mall every year and then rob them blind. It is definitely not a Christmas movie if you want to watch, like, that you would want to watch around your kids. Right, it's not, like, wholesome. Yeah, not at all. (laughs) Uh, It's actually downright disgusting. But it is hilarious. (laughs) And, of course, uh, Bernie Mac is great in this movie, and we see John Ritter for the last time. This as, is his last role? This is his movie. Oh, this, this movie was dedicated in his memory. Cause cool. I think he died, like, two months before the movie came out. Oh, man. Dude, I grew up on Three's Company. Right, Like, yeah. Nick at Night. I watched almost every episode. Yeah, definitely. That guy's life was my dream. <laughs> yeah, John Ritter was awesome. Yeah. Uh, we, I watched a weird movie with him uh, not too long ago. It was like they, like, get trapped in, like, a TV or something like that. Uh, I can't remember the name of it now, but it, it was actually pretty decent. Uh, it was like one of those old, like, you know, probably a 93 movie or something like hmm. that. I yeah, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I haven't heard of it myself. It was good. If I get a chance to see it, I'll definitely watch it. Uh, then, then you have the the kid during the movie uh, who helps Santa become not so nasty or at least kind of gives a shit about something. Um <laughs> And uh, he's constantly asking him to make if he can make him sandwiches, which is hilarious. like that throughout the movie. I think he asked him like thirty eight times. He's like, "What is it with you and the fucking sandwiches, kid?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I won't spend too much talking uh, time talking about this movie. Uh, it's it's very ridiculous. Uh, wouldn't make a lot of lists because it's not very Christmassy or like a feel good movie, but it is funny. Fun facts time. 
Uh, Billy Bob Thornton was genuinely intoxicated during a lot of the filming. Of the was movie. he really? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Nicholson once read the script and wanted to do this movie at one point, but dropped out, which I think he probably would have made the movie better. Yeah. I love honestly. Billy Bob Thornton. I do too, but I mean, Jack but, Nicholson being playing that character. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 Um, Bill Murray also, in fact, oh, there you go. You signed it. on for this movie, but he ultimately backed out to make uh, Lost in Translation. Oh, well, that's a classic. And if you didn't get this before, this movie is nasty, and it's obviously rated R, with fuck being said 170 times and 74 uses of the word shit, among other swearing. I think they said, like, asshole twice and bastard once. Yeah. (laughs) We really relied heavily on the first two. I know. And, you know, I, I seem to always have this, like, swear count. For some of my movies, you know what I mean? In time for Charlie's Swear Cow. This was like Phone Booth uh, in the last episode. Where it was like, and, you know, they say fuck 134 Yeah, right. Like, I counted it. No, I didn't. But um, uh, I, a really did. cool fact that I read is that the parking lot they use for the mall in this movie is the same parking lot in Jackie Brown where Robert De Niro shoots Bridget Fonda, which is a fucking badass scene in a badass movie. Interesting. Um, another fact. awesome fact. This movie has a very rare appearance from the sheriff, John Bunnell, or Bunnell. He is the voice. You look confused. He I, is I, the, I, he's the voice and the host of the show World's Wildest Police Videos. No way. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucky for this guy, the cops were already right behind him. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, right? he talks uh-huh. like that. It's yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, so... He, he's in this movie for, like, 12 seconds. He comes up, and he's just like, you guys are under arrest, or something like that. But anyway. Um, <laughs> nice. And then the last fun fact, it's kind of a weird fact. I found it kind of interesting that the Coen brothers, the some uh-huh. of our favorite directors, yeah, yeah. were the executive producers in this movie, which it just doesn't really seem like their kind of genre or whatever. But the Coen brothers were... Very involved in this movie, Bad yeah, I'd like to know, like, what went into that, like, how they mm-hmm. decided to do. Well, that and I, I think I read that they actually uh, helped revise this the script as well. So, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe they were just hired. They were just like, "Yo, bring in these geniuses." Yeah, right. Maybe <laughs> I mean, it had this movie something <laughs> worthwhile. I it's I I enjoyed it. It's not it's not on my list, but it's definitely a, I. I was happy that I saw that movie. Yeah, and thought funny. it was funny. It's funny. Yeah, I, I saw the second one. They came out with the second one too, and uh, it was all right. I huh. mean, it was pretty funny. It was kind of the same. I think like Billy Bob Thornton's mom gets involved, and like she's the reason why he's so good at stealing and and oh okay, uh, okay. Ha- or like getting into the safes and stuff at uh-huh. the mall. But I don't know. I don't remember. I saw it kind of drunk one time, so I don't really remember the second one. But <laughs> yeah, right. I remember. I remember laughing. So. Anyway, that's my number nine is Bad Santa. Bad Santa, number nine. Okay. You bad. You bad Santa. So my number nine, I I don't – I mean, there might be people who argue that this isn't a Christmas movie, but I know that I also would have a lot of people who would argue like me and say that it is a Christmas movie. It takes place during Christmas, and is that it, is, is Batman it, Returns. Oh, I was going to say, is it Die Hard? That will come later. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, wait. I, <laughs> I get it. Batman Returns, like uh, Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin Laden. Egg? Yes. All right. I, yeah, I saw. Him. Actually, there is no Robin in that movie. No. This oh, is... but that's a that's that was one of my fun facts that all they they had considered giving him a Robin for this film, but they they decided not to go. This with is it. the one with the penguin, right? With Danny yes. DeVito. Yeah, Danny DeVito. Fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's yeah. honestly probably one of my favorite Batman's, other than like The Dark Knight, right? And whatnot, obviously, because that movie is just badass all around. 
But uh, yeah, I think Batman Returns might be my second favorite. Yeah, man, this was a this is a, a solid, solid Batman movie, and and also a solid Christmas movie. It's got like snow uh, all around and Gotham. It's you know they have the decorations. I think I think I remember a big Christmas tree being. Yeah, there's a giant there. Christmas tree. Yeah. I think there's even like a they have like a charity ball or something. Something like and, that. Like, there's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's Christmas shit all over. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that. So yep, definitely, definitely, in my opinion, deserves to be on this list. Came out back in 1992, uh, directed by Tim Burton. Tim Burton, yep. yep. Stars Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito as the Penguin, Michelle Pfeiffer, and then Christopher Walken as Max Shrek. The uh, I, I, I think he's the mayor or something. He's a he's, he's this town. It's all about <laughs> me. You never know. I was about to go to like Arnold. <laughs> we don't need Batman saving anybody. I'm gonna need him. <laughs> Put his head. <laughs> On my silver platter. <laughs> but anyway, so um, so Pfeiffer, Michelle Pfeiffer, I love mm. her in this. She's great. She's she's Catwoman. Yeah, she's right? Catwoman. Yeah, and she's like she plays this like unhinged Catwoman. Oh, she was and... the best Catwoman that I've seen. Like, oh I, yeah, I, I saw like Halle Berry and whatnot, well, that doesn't. But... And then I I wasn't even a big fan of Anne Hathaway's Catwoman. She was no. just rather bland to me. me. Exactly. And I Catwoman agree. has like this. Has this like femme fatale, like this this sexy, but like I I'll kill you with like a roundhouse kick type right. of persona to her, <laughs> and I did not get that from either Halle Berry or Anne Hathaway. Right. Michelle Pfeiffer, she was straight up nuts, man. Yeah, and yeah. I loved it. Yeah. it, was, it, was, it was, I'm for it, man. Yeah, she was. She, was <laughs> she had it in her man. eyes. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. real. And a fun fact about her is they actually had a Catwoman spinoff movie that was written and planned, uh, and it was supposed to take place in a resort spa. Where she was gonna eventually realize that superheroes were behind it, but that they were they had nefarious reasons for running the spa or something. But it, it got canned. They never did it. Hmm. But yeah, so so at that I wonder what would have happened. You know, I what kind of movie that would have looked like if it, they had followed through. But right. regardless, they didn't. So back to Batman Returns. Let's return to Batman Returns. Uh, DeVito, Danny DeVito is awesome as he's, the Penguin. You couldn't pick anybody else to, no. to do this. Oh my I mean, gosh, ever he's, he's awesome as Oswald Cobblepot. Yes, and um, I, he's like he's, he's on this faux quest to find his parents, and and he and he like teams up. He like he kidnaps Christopher Walken, but then they they all of a sudden decide to team up and come up with this plan to get the Batman, and uh, it's it it has all this like corruption in the background. And it's just a really good plot and awesome, awesome movie. The only like huge negative I really have with it is 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 with any of Michael Keaton's Batman's is because of the suit and how like he can't turn his neck at all. Yeah, <laughs> like he has to he has to turn he has his to, like, shoulders yeah. to. Yeah. I remember that. I definitely remember that because he would like look over and be like. <laughs> with his yes, shoulders yes. it's so funny but michael keaton uh, is awesome he was he's a great bruce wayne oh, hell yeah. uh, an amazing batman as well and uh, i love the opening of this movie how it has uh um, michael keaton as, as bruce wayne kind of sitting there i think he's like at his piano or he's just sitting there and he's looking like kind of bored like he's got nothing to do at the moment but then all of a sudden the bat signal comes up in in the sky and then he like he stands up and all of a sudden you see like this purpose come back over him and it's like oh yeah oh yeah it's batman batman's back right yeah it was cool i don't remember the name of the actor um but the guy that plays alfred in this movie oh yeah i don't yeah but alfred yeah i love him i love him as alfred like he was great like Mm -hmm. obviously michael caine is who replaced him in the newer one yeah i was fine with michael caine but michael caine's great too but this but this alfred you're talking about that's like the alfred i see in my head right yeah he's great yeah i can't remember his name yeah i don't i don't i don't have it written down here either but um 
How dare you? Sorry, sorry, old Alfred guy, but this uh, this movie also has an army of penguins, like oh, yeah. literal penguins that they considered putting little people inside of, but they just went with penguins, basically. Or actually, no. I, they might not Those have. Those have to be fake. They probably were fake. My bad. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, they were all fake. I know is that they they just they were gonna go with little people, but then didn't. So it's probably just a bunch of fake penguins. Yeah. Now that I'm seeing it in my head, yeah, those those are fake penguins, dude. It's my yeah, bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, and then, but Penguin, uh, you know, Dane DeVito's Penguin, he takes control over the Batmobile at one point. Basically, frames Batman for the murder of uh, they they call her like the Ice Princess or something or Gotham Princess. And yeah. uh, and then Bat and seeing Batman like freak out while the Batmobile is like not doing what he wants it to do. That was a cool scene uh, at one point and. Um, that's yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what I had what? To, to talk about with this movie. I just Michael, love it. It's Michael Keaton movie. was awesome in that movie, and you know he's also in another great Christmas movie that's not on my list. I, I don't know if it's on yours. Uh, what's it called? Jack Frost. Oh yeah, no, he's it's the not. Snowman. No, I really wanted to put that on my list too. I, like, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I just have I literally have not seen that in a very long time, so I couldn't tell you anything about it. Oh, and I remember a lot of it. Really. The, have you have you seen the movie that's the like evil Frosty? The, the, it, it's he's Frosty the Snowman, but he's isn't, this isn't the Michael Keaton one, obviously. But it's Frosty the Snowman, but he's like a killer, and it's Frostbite. like killer <laughs> Frostbite. It's like it's like Killer Frosty or something. I have not seen this. No. Oh man, I actually watched that. Movie. I sat down and I and I I decided I'm gonna watch this all the way through, and I wasn't disappointed. <laughs> Frostbite the Snowman. <laughs> yeah, right. They, he literally terrorizes this town, and they all. I think get like he lays siege to them, and they're all in like a school or something. What is it with all these evil Christmas? Movies? I know, right? Whoa, we'll we're gonna to be that, talking but... about another one yeah, for yeah, the yeah. next part five that I haven't seen because Dalton's gonna show. We me will a get right movie. to it because that'll be uh, my number eight. But let's go to your number eight. Oh, first. okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so my number eight is the Santa Claus. Oh, good. Do you movie. have this? On your I um. Uh, don't worry about it. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say what I say, and then yeah, uh, yeah. We, we, we'll go on. Well, mine mine's going to be higher up, and it's going to be in part two, because okay. it's in my top five. But it, it is a great movie. You're the one who actually mentioned this movie to me. I ne- It was never really on my radar. And, mm. and, dude, and now that I'm just thinking about it, speaking of, of that and Tim Allen, Christmas with, Christmas with the Cranks was a good Christmas movie. That is a good I one. Did, I, I it's only not saw on my, it like once. I saw it twice. Um, I did rewatch it like this year because I was thinking about these films and i do like it i'd forgotten about it and it was still wouldn't have made my top 10 but i think that deserves an honorable mention yeah definitely is, yeah re- i remember liking it because it's also who's the mom in that is it <sighs> the is it the woman from um I, I, married I, with children and she's also like the katie seagal yeah is that is don't that her that, no i don't think it's i can't her. remember no it's not it's not katie seagal it's it's a redhead isn't it yeah that's what I, well, or is it jamie lee curtis no, I don't think so. All right, I'm going to look it up. Anyway, um, I, I remember loving it the first time I watched it, but then I watched it again, and it and it, it was a little drier. It wasn't as as tight as I thought it could have mm. been, but it's still it's still a good movie. We'll look it up. I'll, I'll go ahead and yeah, talk sorry, about go ahead. Santa Claus for a minute while he looks that up. Uh, the Santa Claus came out in 1994. Uh, it was directed by John Pasquin, who is the same guy who directed most of Home Improvement. So he nice. really liked Tim oh, Allen. Oh, yeah, there you go. So you got Tim Allen as the star. Uh, Judge Reinhold is in this, uh, who I love as well. And it is Jamie Lee Curtis. It is Jamie yeah, Lee yeah, Curtis. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, okay, sweet. Anyway, well, go on. <laughs> we love Jamie Lee over here. So. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> uh, Judge Reinhold, Wendy Crewson, Peter Boyle's in this, Eric Lloyd as Charlie, and David Crumholtz as Bernard, who is like my, was my favorite character every time Bernard's I watched this movie. Bernard's the greatest. Yeah, he's so awesome. Oh, yeah. 
So this is this was always one of my favorites growing up, and it is still obviously one of my favorites to this day. Barnaby, Where... Barnacle. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Are you done? Oh, I'm done. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so Tim Allen plays a dad named Scott Calvin, SC Santa Claus, and his son Charlie is spending Christmas with him instead of his mom and her psychiatrist boyfriend, played by Judge Reinhold, who I love. Again, like I said, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. What up? But he was in Gremlins. Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop, all of them, all three. Oh, yeah, he was in Gremlins. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah Judge Reinhold. Solid, <laughs> anyway, solid after reading uh, after reading Charlie the night before Christmas, Charlie wakes up when arose such a clatter and goes to wake up his dad. Uh, Scott Calvin then goes outside only to find a man on his roof, and he yells at him, and he scares him, and the guy is Santa Claus, and he falls off the roof, and he dies. And... <laughs> Scott looks for identification, and he finds a little business card that says Santa Claus on one side, and then on the back it says, if something should happen to me, put on the suit. He then, then uh, Santa Claus just fucking disappears. I know, right? He's just poof. He just poof. And he's gone. like, where did he go? Right. <laughs> anyway, long story short, whoever puts on the suit becomes the new Santa Claus based on the fine print on the business card or the Santa Claus, Claus with an E. With an e. <laughs> yeah. As in Section A, Article B, Clause C, or whatever, right? So, cool. So, then they go to the North Pole, and the next day they wake up back at the house, and Scott Calvin thinks it's all a dream, and Charlie knows for a fact that it was real, man. It was real. <laughs> and so, anyway, he, he won't shut up about it. Uh, he makes his mom and her boyfriend think that Scott is delusional, and they are worried that Charlie is much too old to believe in such nonsense like Santa Claus. What kind of bullshit is that? He was like six. I know, right? So Charlie doesn't give up, though. And he doesn't give up on his dad. And he helps him find out the magic of Christmas is real and that his dad is, in fact, the real Santa. He also has to help his mom and her boyfriend realize that he is the real Santa. <laughs> um... It's just, it's a wonderful story about the magic of Christmas and the magic of being a kid. Uh, there's also some great humor in this movie for adults with some of the, some of Tim Allen's wonderful sarcasm, you know, and he's Especially one of my favorites. Especially in the beginning. Sorry. Uh, just especially in the beginning how snarky he is towards yeah. his ex-wife, towards Judge Reinhold, his ex-wife's new husband. Right. Yeah, because uh, I, I even have a line, I think it, it was like, uh, he was uh, one of my favorite parts is when the mom's boyfriend, the psychiatrist, kept questioning him, and he was like, "He was like Scott, what was the last thing you and Charlie did before you went to bed Christmas Eve?" Oh yeah, this is when the Scott goes, "Yeah, he goes, well, we shared a bowl of sugar, did some shots of brown liquor, played with my much. shotguns, <laughs> field dressed a cat, looked for women. I read I him read a book, him a bedtime story. Yeah, I read him a book. <laughs> what book? Uh, Hollywood Wives, <laughs> the night before Christmas." <laughs> Come on, folks. Whatever. Anyway, another great line is when Scott hears Judy the Elf say that she's over 1,200 years old, and he says, you know, you look pretty good for your age. And she goes, thanks, but I'm seeing someone in rapping. <laughs> yeah, and then Tim Allen's face after that. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I also love the scene where Scott Calvin goes to the doctor, and if you pay attention, when the doctor listens to his heartbeat, his heartbeat is Jingle Bells. It goes boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. Bum 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 bum. Yeah. <laughs> the doctor, the doctor, like yeah. takes off the stethoscope, and puts yeah. it back on. Yeah, 
Uh, also, when they break Santa out of jail, they do it with tinsel, not just a decor. It, not just for decorations. <laughs> I don't know. Just clever stuff like that happens throughout this movie. So I want to thank Disney for that. Uh, fun fact: This was Tim Allen's very first lead role in a film, and for one week after this movie was released, Tim Allen had the number one movie at the box office, the number one rated TV show, Home Improvement. And the number one New York Times best-selling book, Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. Tim Allen also wrote a book? Yeah, and for one week, he was number one in all three. Oh, my gosh. Movie, a... TV, book. That's awesome, man. Isn't that crazy? That's, that movie, man, and, and I just saw it for the first time this year and, like, not too long ago, and I cried. I, I, I cried a little bit. You I shed a little. You've tear. only seen that once this year. No, twice because I rewatched it like literally a day later. Are you serious? <laughs> I do. Well, yeah, man. I, I dude. Some, this was reason, my. Man. This was like for a long time. This was my number one Christmas movie. Like I had to watch this movie every year. That's and that's awesome. I just for me it was like Home Alone and Home Alone Two and uh, and like Doctor Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. But right. yeah, this was one that just. Never came around, but That's I was crazy. like getting ready for this uh, list with you and, and being in the Christmas spirit anyway. I wanted to watch, and I and so I watched that movie. And dude, the Santa Claus is a great freaking movie, it man. Is. Like, it it's not awesome. just a great Christmas movie, it's a and great it's not movie. The, it's not even the Santa Claus, it's the Santa Claus. Yeah, I know the Claus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love yeah that. right. So, I do have one last fact. All right, and of course, uh, yeah, here I go again. This movie was specifically written. For Bill Murray. Oh my God, <laughs> he would have killed that role. But Tim, but he Tim Allen, he would have. Uh, but it would have been Bill, it would have been a Bill Murray movie. This is like mm-hmm. this isn't a Tim Allen movie. This is a good movie. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm like, with you. Yeah. and I'm sorry if, if y'all are getting sick of me fucking talking about Bill Murray. It's gonna keep happening. Yeah, you might as well just. Accept it. Just accept it. Just it's know okay. that I bet you Bill Murray's involved in the next fun fact that I have for the next <laughs> yeah, right? movie. So <laughs> expect it already. Because I and I'm sorry, but you know that's just how awesome he is too. Because like every movie is like, oh, Bill Murray was once thought to be this I know, guy right? and this. Yeah. Who who would be Thanks. good for this? Yeah, probably Bill Murray. We need to just have an episode on Bill Murray. I think that so yeah, we're, yeah. which we're gonna do. We're gonna do episodes where we just talk about like specific actors and the roles that we love that yeah. they do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Arnold. But we may as well just start with Bill Murray because I've already talked about him. Well, so that'll be more like you talking to me. I know. <laughs> Dalton, are you ready to listen for an hour? <laughs> I mean, I'll ask questions about to help Bill keep Murray. You going. <laughs> well, it's going to happen when I do my anime episode with you or episodes. That's true. Yeah. Because I'm just going to be like, I have nothing to say. And that's okay. Um, but anyway, that, that was number eight for me. But so. also, while we're still on the Santa Claus, because I do love that movie as well, I, mm-hmm. I just loved his transformation and how he constantly was trying to fight it. Uh, into becoming Santa Claus, like he would shit. That one point where he shaves and he like, and he's he looking in the mirror, right and yeah, he, yeah, he turns around and then boom, the beard's right back. Yeah, and, he, and he's getting so fat, and he's like at the work lunch, and they're all like, "All right, what are you having? Oh, I'll have a salad. I'll have the Waldorf salad." Or no, he says that he'll have. He's like, "I'll have the Waldorf salad and uh, and then uh, some uh, some hot chocolate, an ice cream sundae, extra hot chocolate on top, or you know whatever." Oh, yeah, yeah. He and orders the like thirty the- desserts when they're just like, uh, "I'll take a Caesar salad. Yeah, I'll take the fish sandwich." And he's like, I want this and this and this and ice cream and cake and yeah. cookies and pudding yeah. and goddamn, dude, like, slow your roll, uh, dude. I, all to, all to top though. it down, top it all down with a nice cold glass of milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And then he gets all bummed. He like he gets all upset about Tank Santa. <laughs> They're yeah. introducing the new toy. Yeah, he's like, that's bullshit. <laughs> it's like, oh, 
It's like, oh, kids, Santa came to town and he tore down the Henderson's house. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's, Good movie. It's a great movie. Good movie, man. Yeah. Movie. Solid, solid. I uh, I actually really liked how they did um, when they were sitting the his his ex wife and Judge Reinhold when they're sitting uh, oh and also the the running gag that plays into the second movie too mm-hmm. where where Judge Reinhold's shitty sweaters <laughs> he's yeah. always commenting on his sweaters right but um, and what kind of kid wants a fucking weenie whistle for a I know business? right that's what you wanted I know that's and what you and, and she wanted a what like a, a game some kind of some kind of board game or something right yeah she wanted a, a it was like blind date or a, yeah, yeah yeah that sounds a dating about, game or yeah something like a dating that. game or something yeah. yeah but dude I like legit like got teary eyed at the end when when he gives them the, those presents and they're like it floats down on a little parachute yeah yeah There's this little yeah. whistle and he just goes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. The old, all right, all right. I, I did have one thing that was just I, 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 it, I was like, this is so stupid. It was the freaking flying elves with their jetpacks. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mind. You know, I don't mind that they exist. It's just the physics of it did not work because <laughs> because. And I get it. It's like when did this come out? Early two thousands or late nineties. The four. I think. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, right, right. Okay. Yeah, it was ninety four. Okay, so, so the. <laughs> they say to Charlie, they're like, just hold on. And then they, he holds on, but it's like, but then he, do, his body doesn't change. He just starts floating. Yeah. Yeah. He basically he floats. Next to him. Yeah. It's like, dude, like, physic- don't try this without elf supervision. Oh, those elves were cringy. <laughs> just those, those kid elves right there. Yeah. Oh, they were, they were cringy to me, but you know, Hi, it's a, Charlie. It's a, it's, a, it's a fun, it's a fun, uh, you know, family movie. And definitely. You know, I think Charlie is a Christmas name because it uh it's in that movie it's in uh we talked about just a second ago fucking uh jack frost his oh, his yeah. main name is yeah. is the main character for the boy is charlie i think there's another one on my list maybe that had a charlie in it like it's just like jesus <laughs> like i should have been a fucking elf or something <laughs> you missed your calling bro i know well you got the height, and I got the fucking name. <laughs> I, I, I did not get height. Trust me. <laughs> oh, I meant the height for the elf. I, I know what you mean. Right. <laughs> I, that, we were playing on each other's uh, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice sweater. Number, <laughs> number eight He's for me. He's wearing a really ridiculous Dude, Christmas this, sweater this right now. Awesome. Man. By the way, it's we got we, we have a video on Facebook right now. But uh, yeah, yeah. If, if you're not watching it, which you're not, look at this uh, <laughs> moon, dog. This this moon's like all gold, and it's even got little like what are these? Like, what does a wolf have to do with? Christmas, dude. I don't know. I had to go to a Christmas party last year. Instead and this, of is he going? This instead of going, this one oh, he's Walmart. going ho 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 ho. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> all right, you want to hear my number eight? I guess so. We all right, all right. Rest. So it is. Uh, we're we're going away from the family friendly movies, and well, I guess we had Bad Santa, so never mind. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to a, a very, very good movie that I enjoy, which is actually the movie I'm about to show Charles, and then we're going to talk the about uh, at the beginning of the next episode. It is Krampus. Krampus. Krampus, or Krampus, however you choose to say it, who is essentially the evil Santa Claus. It, depending on the lore that you read, he's uh, Santa's evil brother, or he's just the evil Santa Claus, or he's a demon. It just depends on the lore, whatever. Ow, or Fuck. As they refer to him. What? Sorry, I got a Krampus in my leg. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I legit, I was like, you're right. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I wanted to do it when you would least expect it. <laughs> that oh, you had this plan, didn't oh. you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. How did my lap just turn to... <laughs> anyway. All so, right. Go ahead with Krampus. <clears throat> I, I didn't mean to Krampus your style. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
All right. <laughs> He's like, I can find my place. Hold on, hold yeah, on. Right. Read real quick. Read, read. Come no, on. no, that's Where not. Okay. That's not. Uh, I, I, what I wanted to say is, uh, especially with this movie, is because I love. I have fond memories of this. It's a good movie, and and I hope you enjoy it when I show you after this. But I, uh, I have a, a, a very good memory of being in the theater and seeing this film. Mm-hmm. And before we went in, my girlfriend at the time. She and I, whenever we went to go see movies, we would always go to the Dollar Tree and we would grab snacks and we'd put them like in her purse or, or my pockets or whatever, as you do, right? Right. So that you can save money on, yeah, on movie that. theater I'm food. Spending eight dollars on fucking popcorn. Right. Exactly. Which you come to find out later that um, that's like the only thing that keeps well. It's completely different now with 2020. I don't even know if movie theaters are going to survive past this, but. They had they had to hike up their prices on food and beverage because the studios take so much money off of the ticket prices. So the the concessions are how movie theaters make their money. I never thought about that until I read this article about it like last year, and then it made me feel kind of bad. But it's just, you know, it okay, is what it so is. So the only I, I haven't seen Krampus. I have seen like the cover art for it or whatever. Yeah, right. It it basically looks like. If you've seen The Office, it looks like Belschnickel from from Dwight's like, you know, are you impish or admirable? I uh, I don't you don't know what I've seen I'm The Office. About? I've Where seen like, it, but like I just don't remember. People and shit like that. Sorry, it's funny dude, I... as fuck. He basically just looks like a dirty Santa Claus. Like he looks like a bum. <laughs> you with dirt all over his face. And, you like, don't long, see crazy Krampus all, like you see him, but like he's very dark. He's he's this very big like you know eight nine foot tall. Probably like eight hundred pounds. Oh, is that big creature. I was thinking something small, like like the leprechaun. No, dude, Krampus is is like a monster demon, and is, he's got these incredibly like horrifying uh, horns that like go. They extend like backwards, and he's got goat hooves. Like, I'm like you. This horny, is a baby. scary. This is a very scary monster. Very man. scary monster. <laughs> it will scare you. To, no, so so in the movie theater, right? I bought two different. Uh, I bought two Lunchables. You know, <laughs> that's what you fucking yeah. snuck in. You're the yeah. first person in history to sneak in a fucking 50 cent Lunchable. Bro, I was so excited to eat You may those as well pizzas. just fucking sneak in ramen noodles and eat them fucking dry. Ugh, dude, no, I know people who do that. I uh, do that. I mean, no. I, I, I would, eat ramen dry. I would, I would, and that's cool. You like lick the you little you, piece bro. and oh, you no, put, uh, the, no. put it in the seasoning and just munch down. It's it's like making your own chips. Um, that's cool. <laughs> hey, good for you, dog. It's just not me, man. I'd rather like you'd bring, rather like, eat fucking shitty cheese and ham. While no, 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 not that, not that, not that questionable ham. I need that questionable pepperoni pizza. Ah, uh, see, yeah, that's yeah. even that's even yeah uh, with the sauce that you. I like the. Uh, that's all I eat is the pepperoni off of that. I don't eat that bread. That bread is nasty. Dude, that bread was like cardboard mixed with like. Five it's day like old waffles. Dough. It's yeah. Weird. Oh, it's great. So anyway, my point is, uh, <laughs> a lesson that I learned from this is that uh, anyway, well, basically what happened was we got we got in scot free. Both the lunchables were in her purse. I also had like uh, like sour straws and Skittles and and like Cheetos. I was decked out. We were decked out, right? But the mistake I made was we're sitting down on like the fourth row from the front. And the lights are still up. The house lights are still on. And I go ahead and start making my pizza. Dude, <laughs> don't start eating your outside food until the lights go down. Yeah, no shit. Sure yeah. Be, and <laughs> I'm sitting there. The funny thing is I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I get a tap on my shoulder and I see that it's one of the theater attendants. And she's like, what's that? And I was like, it's yours. And that's what it is. Here you go. Yours. Yeah. You just, I'm not even going to argue this. So I give it to her, right? She walks out and I go, eh, whatever. And I grab the other Lunchable. <laughs> 
and she, she comes back. She comes back. Oh, I man. knew it. She came right back and she goes, "Are you serious?" And I, I heard it. She didn't. I didn't see her. Did, I heard it. And did I was she? Like, did she go? All right. How many more do you have? <laughs> she probably did, man. But, the, but I, I. That was it. I was like, "Here you go. Fine." I didn't touch anything until the uh, until the lights went out. After that. I was, oh, I was, and you know, the funny thing is I went out and I checked I checked to see if she had like just put it off to the side, like to, you know, they have like little, uh, cubbies. Yeah. 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 And, and, but she, she, she hadn't, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna go snag that thing and continue eating it, but you gotta eh. bring in the, uh, the, the nacho one next time. That's my favorite. It's I've just, never had that one. You can't fuck it up. It's just chips, cheese and salsa. Yeah. But the cheese need, uh, the cheese is gross. Don't, I don't eat the cheese. I just eat the salsa. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. There you go. Cause I, cause if I'm gonna have nachos, it's gotta be like hot cheese. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess you could breathe on it. <laughs> you know, warm it up a little bit, get it up to like sixty degrees. There you go. As opposed to like fifty. Put it in the purse and sit on it. Yeah. <laughs> Did Put you it. just cut the trees? <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, sorry. <laughs> I haven't even talked. I don't know how I. I don't know how movie, I made a fart dude. joke about fucking nacho cheese, but anyway, that's nacho you did. Che- that's nacho cheese. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Too cheesy for you. <laughs> oh my god! All right, sorry. Let's move on. Those are some real. Never mind. Okay, so <laughs> came out 2015. Krampus. Sasa. It's <laughs> <laughs> directed by Michael Doherty. Stars Adam Scott, Tony Collette, and David Kochner. It's about a family. They're ready to have a nice Christmas together. What movie is this? Uh, oh, Krampus. Yeah, yeah, Krampus. Sorry. <laughs> so, so one of the boys accidentally summons Krampus. Right, so he's basically evil Santa, and uh, he comes to terrorize them. And uh, it's this movie's you're gonna find out here in like the next hour, man. It's got evil gingerbread. Yeah, tell me men. all about it. It's got, <laughs> it's got evil gingerbread men who uh, have a nail gun. Oh, there's Jesus. a killer clown doll in it. Um, there's this funny exchange between David Kochner and his wife, where he's like. When, when they find out that like shit's going down and they're and they're like being hunted by this thing, he's yeah. like, you know, I told you we should have went to my brother's for Christmas. And she goes, yeah, sure, Howard, Christmas on a pig farm. And, and then he goes, well, Jesus was born in a barn. <laughs> this is a great little uh, exchange. I like David he's good. He's awesome, he's dude. Funny. The uh, uh, the who's, he's the sports guy in Anchorman. That's what I know him the most from. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I miss you. I miss you. I miss you, Ron. I miss you, Musk. Anyway, Mr. Sand. So, um, when it comes to be near you, (laughs) sorry. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to be. I just want to be around you all the time. So you could tell that a lot of love went into this movie um, from the people who made it. It's 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 a it's a horror Christmas movie, and a lot of them they can be they can go campy, they can look cheesy, but this one I felt was made with love, and they actually thought about what they were doing. It has its funny moments, but it's also pretty horrifying uh, at, at times. I'm not going to spoil the ending, but it, it deals – You know, I'm just not going to – well, especially knowing that you're about to watch this with me, I'm not even going to mention this other thing I was going to mention. I thought the ending was very satisfying. A lot of people don't like it from the reviews that I read. I thought the ending was great. So if anybody out there has seen it, you know what I'm talking about, and you either agree with me or you don't agree with me, and you know it is what it is, but hopefully you do because you know it's always – it's always better when you enjoy a movie's ending because you more than likely enjoy the movie more. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Yeah. Because I hate when I watch a whole movie that I like and then the ending sucks. Yeah. And I walk out of the theater and I'm like, 
Well, it was good up until the fucking end. Right, what the yeah. hell happened? Yeah, Bullshit. thanks. Yeah. Like, especially when it's like lazy writing. Like, did you ever see the movie Knowing? Just for yeah, with a uh, uh, the whole Nick, movie was it's awesome Nick Cage, right? Until they until like you find out that it was like an alien that put it on the list, and they needed children. And they bring them back to the fucking thing. Do I remember it that? It just ends with like children running across like pink grass or some shit, and I'm just like, what the hell? That whole movie was awesome until the last ten minutes. And that's Nicolas Cage, right? Yeah, with the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a plane well, crash. It, it, he has like a list that like it has like all these numbers and every number if you figure it out are dates of like and how many people are gonna die and, and stuff yeah, and like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was a good movie until the end. Till the end. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, fun fact: you're gonna like this uh, about this, and this is the last thing I'll, I'll say about Krampus because in the next episode you will have your own things to say about it. Mm-hmm. Um, in uh, in the boy Max's room, you can spot toys of Gypsy Danger and Leatherback from Pacific Rim which is another legendary pictures film. That's not what you're going to love. What you're going to love is that there are also pi- uh, posters of Rick and Morty and Robot Chicken in his Fuck room. yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Krampus? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. That's so, pretty dope. So there you go. That's what I got on Krampus. We have uh, numbers seven and six to go. So let's uh, go with your number seven. To go. All right. Well, let's go to my seven, which is actually before i get to my number 7 i okay. just i just want to throw a shout out we we were uh, doing a live facebook thing uh for the for the first uh yeah, few movies you that we were talking out, about you want to shout out paul yeah yeah sh- shout out to paul who brought up the great line from the movie uh, jingle all the way which was my number 10 where he just he commented and he said Put that cookie down <laughs> now. So i wanted to thank you for for saying that cuz that is a hilarious line uh, Thank you, Paul. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. You know how much I love you. And mm, I believe Charles loves you, too. I love you, Paul. <laughs> anyway, uh, so my number seven is the movie Elf, which I believe is definitely higher on your list. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Elf, my friend. Elf. I lo- uh, it's a great movie. It came out in 2003, directed by John Favreau, who is a wonderful director. Yeah, he's just a master nowadays. He's yeah. do- he's doing everything. Yeah, he made like your favorite Christmas movie, then now he's making like some badass Star Wars shit. Uh, created The Mandalorian right. and I I don't know if he ever directed an episode, but he I'm, I'm pretty sure he's written almost all of them. Well, and he also uh, brought Iron Man to life and mm-hmm. is the reason why there's like 38 fucking Iron Man movies now. Yep. And and <laughs> and whatnot and all those Marvel movies, but anyway, uh Elf Stars Will Ferrell. It's got James Caan, Bob Newhart, Zoe Deschanel. Deschanel? Deschanel. Deschanel. Whatever. (laughs) She's amazing. Uh, Mary Steenburgen, Peter Dinklage, Edward Asner, and small appearances from Michael Lerner, Andy Richter, Kyle Gass, Amy Sedaris, and Faze on Love. Um, man, you went through like the whole the whole cast. Pretty much, yeah. man. I had to. Uh, it's a absolutely silly, silly movie. But who played the kid who got the skateboard? Uh, you know? probably you one remember, of those names. You probably. <laughs> you remember when he's like, and and Jimmy Jimmy Finks wants a new skateboard for Christmas. Yeah, and it shows him anyway. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a very just just a silly movie. And, but it's just what I'm looking for if I want to get in the holiday spirit. Uh, it's very quotable. Very fun-loving film. Will Ferrell's great, and Zoe Deschanel or Deschanel. I'm gonna just keep saying that. I mean, she makes me fall in love with her every time I see her in this movie, or anytime I see her in any movie. 
I mean, she's just so gorgeous. She's absolutely adorable. I love the blonde yeah. look. She's got a on beautiful her. voice too. She's a great oh. singer, dude. I love that duet in the in the like shower that they do mm-hmm. together. Yeah. But like, you know, it's maybe not... it's cold outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Um, oh, it is cold outside. <laughs> yeah. and what are you like, doing? Yeah, <laughs> I'm shower. I'm naked. <laughs> anyway, uh, Zoe, honestly, she reminds me so much of my great friend of mine. I won't name any names, but she. She really reminds me of my wonderful friend who lives in Thailand. I know she listens to the show. I adore you. I miss you dearly. Maybe one day I'll come to Thailand and see you. That would be awesome. And you guys can um, sing a duet. But, yeah, shout out to you. Uh, anyway, back to Elf. If you haven't seen it, again, it's a very just silly, heartwarming movie about a human raised by Santa's elves. And he goes to New York City to find his real dad. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Dude, my favorite line. All right. The narwhal. You know that was, you know that was John Favreau that did that? <laughs> that was him that said that. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Bye, Mr. Narwhal. <laughs> yeah. I love the guy who's like the snowman, too. He's like the old wise yeah, guy. Yeah, I think he did that one. No, no, no. That was somebody else. I actually, I think I mentioned who that is later. I'm not, I don't okay, remember Okay, we'll now. get to it, yeah. But yeah, no, he's he's funny as hell, too. Um, but, uh, you know, uh so many just wonderful scenes in this movie, like the ridiculous scene in the mailroom where he gets drunk with the mailroom guy, and they yeah. start like dancing on the table and everything. Hey, singing, hey, hey, whoop, hey. there it is. Yeah. Whoop, there it is. They're doing like the Russian there, dance yeah. on top whoop, of it. There, yeah. And then it, they're like shooting the mail up, and he like puts his head up underneath Ooh, it. Sucky. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh>, sucky. <laughs> oh, I mean, so many great lines in this movie. Like, did you have to borrow a reindeer to get down here? <laughs> Call me an elf one more time. Does Santa know you left the workshop? Yeah. Oh, you're an angry elf. Oh, he's an angry <laughs> yeah. elf. I love Peter Dinklage. He, he like gets on the table and runs at him full speed. <laughs> but he's just like, he's got his arms out ready to hug him. And he's like, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> or like the telephone rings. And he's like, buddy the elf, what's your favorite color? <laughs> yeah, you know, classic. And you know, I, every time. Ooh, Santiago, like, that's, yeah, that's fun to say. Francisco. Fran- oh, no, that's a, yeah, Francisco. Francisco, that's fun to say. <laughs> but you know, every once in a while, like a friend will call me and I'll actually answer the phone like that. I was just like, buddy, the elf. What's your favorite color? Nice. <laughs> if if not, I'm also saying like, road sperm bank. You squeeze it, we freeze it. <laughs> That's a good one, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I do what I can. But uh, I, I I that line just always cracked me up. I could quote this movie for days. Um, but what really makes this movie for me is just the attitude of Buddy the Elf. You know, yeah. How he is in this movie is how everyone should be this time of year. Mm. I mean, at, at least to a certain extent. I, I don't want to, like, I don't want you to put syrup on your spaghetti or anything like that. Like, that's disgusting. But <laughs> this is just the, the one time of year where we spend time with our friends and family, our loved ones, and this is just the time of year where no matter how shitty of a year you've had, especially if it's 2020, uh, you you could just forget about it for a few days, you know. Um, you may as well. It's it's just gonna get shitty again next year. So man, people are acting like I, I I think I don't think people are acting like this, but you know I feel like there are some who are, they just can't wait for twenty twenty one. It's like you really think things are gonna change and in as soon as the clock strikes midnight, I don't think so. But at the same time, it's something to be hopeful for. So right. I choose to be hopeful, but at the same time, try to be realistic and say you know we shouldn't expect things to just. Flip right. like that, but right. let's if, hope. If everyone was just a little more like Buddy the Elf, yeah, then things the world would, would be a better place to live in, man. For real, it really, it really would. Um, you know, then he then he hits every single one like it, it's like a Christmas tree. Like uh, when he's in the elevator, 
You remember when he's in the elevator and he presses like every button? Oh on the... yeah, it's like a Christmas tree. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a Christmas tree. <laughs> he lights up everyone. He's like, "All right, sorry, my dad's on this floor. I yeah. can't ride along to the top with you." <laughs> sorry, I can't ride the rest of the way up. Dude, you know, have you ever tried that in an elevator? Uh, pr- tried pressing all the buttons? Yeah. There are certain I, there are certain elevators that like, if they're not if they're newer models they will just cancel out if you do that right it, so i've tried that and it just canceled out yeah and it, i was like crap they have a ton yeah they're like okay no stop yeah <laughs> yeah you're obviously that. a seven-year-old <laughs> you have obviously seen elf right <laughs> right <laughs> or at least um, the maker of that has i also love that. when he like right when he gets out he's like oh i forgot to give you a hug <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious uh so fun fact time when you see buddy the elf eat a bunch of candy on top of spaghetti uh, and like all the syrup and shit, and he like mixes it in with his hands. So uh, that was actually the second shot of the scene. The very first shot, he, he was eating that, and he puked all over the place. Oh no way! Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, also, when they shot, excuse me, uh, when they shot Buddy walking through the Lincoln Tunnel, uh, when people were actually driving through, and when they see that it's Will Ferrell. In that costume, um, it actually caused several minor car accidents. Oh my gosh! Wow. People were just freaking out. They're like, "Look at, look at Will Ferrell! What, what the hell is he wearing?" <laughs> In an elf costume. <laughs> oh shit! I'm gonna be late to work. But yeah. Um, That's so like telling your insurance company what happened. Will Ferrell also turned down twenty nine million dollars to be an elf too. Why? Like just because he just didn't want a sequel. I guess he thought it was. Dude, this enough. movie does not need a sequel. It doesn't. It yeah. doesn't. But that's I, awesome. If you, it would if be you, cool if it if they did. I mean, I would accept more Elf. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the security guards in the Empire State Building is played by Will Ferrell's brother. Oh I didn't no even, way! I didn't even know one he of had those two guys. Yeah, one of those two. Uh, yeah, the that two he always tries to sneak guards. by, yeah. and yeah, he's like, do 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 do. Like, hey, hey, I have hey. a present for my dad. And it's like lingerie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh god. His dad's like holding it up, and then the the that blonde like secretary comes mm-hmm. in, and he like just drops it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, my last fun fact is that the apartment building that Buddy's dad lives in is also the same building from the movie Ghostbusters. That uh, nice. Okay, I can see that. That what's her fa- uh, Sigourney Weaver lives in. So hey, without even knowing it, I threw a Bill Murray fact in there for you. <laughs> <laughs> but there's just classic. Trouble. So many quotes. So many fun facts. Uh, I know we're gonna talk about this movie later on. Yep. I like you list, say most of your piece. Because uh, in in part two of this, I will have my piece. Yeah, so I'm done with Elf for now. We'll get back to it later. Yeah. Uh, What's your number seven, man? Real fast, though, on Elf, what were the the three uh, food groups? It's it's, Four uh, food groups. It's candy, candy cane. Candy, uh, candy cane, candy corn. And syrup. syrup. (laughs) That's it, right? Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Right on, man. I'm glad that's on your list. It's 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 such a good Christmas movie, man. It is a great Christmas movie. Number uh, seven for me, we opened up this episode talking about it, is Gremlins. Uh, it's, yeah. It has to be on my list now. I finally got to see it, and it's in my top ten favorite Christmas movies. I will be seeing it you know, regularly from now on if I get the chance. Sure, why not? But definitely every you know, uh, when it becomes Christmas season again, I'll be watching Gremlins. 1984 is when it came out, directed by Joe Dante, stars Zach Galligan and Phoebe Cates, as mm-hmm. we know. 
I know we've already talked about it. You know, we, we gave our reviews of it, but just to go like a little bit, like, I guess more in depth, uh, well, not, well, not even like more in depth. Just, we'll just talk about it a little bit more. The three simple rules, you know, no bright light, no water and no food after midnight. I mean, that's gotta remember the food. You are setting them up for failure when you do that. I know, right? (laughs) It is. And Mogwai, we were talking about this before we started recording, but Mogwai, it is that's what they're called, right? They're mogwais, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that that means demon in like uh, Mandarin or, or, or it does, um, yeah, it does some 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 language. It's, it's uh, I believe it is Mandarin. I actually have that fact written down. Somewhere. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Um, uh, the the first twenty minutes or so of that movie, the like the setup were a little bit boring, but man, once it got going, it got going. Man. I found the fact actually. Oh yeah, Sorry. what is it? Real quick, uh, it's it's mogwai in Cantonese. Oh, Cantonese. Okay, translates to devil, demon, or gremlin. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> Which is exactly what they are. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Gremlin. Man, the demons driving the bulldozer, or no, 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 the truck, right? Like, through uh-huh. the house. And I love the music during that part, too, because it's like, dun, 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 I love it. Excellent rendition, Charles. Thanks, man. Um, all the gremlins watching cartoons together in the movie theater. That's yeah. <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, what, uh, Snow White. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, they were watching. Um, yeah, yeah, it was Snow White. Yeah. Hi Yeah, right. Um, and they're forcing Phoebe Cates to pour them drinks while they're getting messed up. They're smoking, drinking the bar, like Gambling. things are getting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just like it, they're literally the epitome of like the like humans. Uh, you know, like our our sins you know right are very sinful natures mm-hmm. they're just acting that out you know if humans yeah. had no like moral conditioning <laughs> or morals to them i guess uh I, I also like i think in like in real life these things would probably be murdering all over the place but they didn't kill very much uh, they terrorized but mm. they all just kind of congregated in the theater and just hung out together and just <laughs> messed around right you know like i expected a lot more death than there really was but Mrs. Deagle, deuces. Deuces. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, she sucked. I, I, I love when the cops are driving by, too, and, like, that Santa Claus is, like, he's got gremlins all over him. He's trying to rip them off. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the hell's that stuff all over him? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God. The, uh, one of my favorite parts was Gizmo riding around on that little remote control car. Oh, the Barbie car. The Barbie car. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Gizmo. Oh, Gizmo's awesome, man. Mm. Gizmo is, is like baby Yoda uh, in adorableness. Uh, or or baby Scooby mm-hmm. and, or Scoob, you know what I mean? Um, fun fact about this, by the right, way. Right. Fun fact: uh, th- that set was the same one used for Back to the Future. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You're taking all of you're taking half uh, of what I wrote uh, down for okay. this movie. <laughs> you, all right, and then uh, this is the last thing I'll have. Uh, is is this going to be in this part for you, or is it going to be in? It's going to be in part two. two. Okay, all right, mm-hmm. cool. So, last thing I'll say about it is uh, another fact: is they attempted to have monkeys play the gremlins. Uh, but they abandoned it when a monkey panicked when they tried to put a gremlin head over it. Oh, really? Yeah, it was originally going to be monkeys. I didn't hear about they, that one. Uh, that one's cool. Yeah, they nixed that. So, Gremlins, man. Yep, thank you for showing it to me. It is now on my list at number seven. I appreciate that movie and look forward to watching it every year. Hell yeah. Number six for me is we're bringing Bill Murray back. <laughs> It's Scrooged. <laughs> nice, nice. 1988, directed by Richard Donner. He also did The Goonies, and uh, he did four of the Lethal Weapon movies. Um, it's got Bill Murray, Karen Allen, uh, who was in um, Karen Allen was in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. 
Uh, it's got John Glover. Dude, can I mention something real fast? Because mm-hmm. you, you said Lethal Weapon, and uh, you know how I posted on a real tweet, uh, a real tweet, a real tweet, uh, a, a real tweet. Our um, our Facebook uh, uh, page. You, you remember a couple weeks ago, I posted saying that I was watching Maverick. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the old, you yeah, know, it's a late, great movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a a, a, com- a Western comedy with Mel Gibson and uh, Jodie Foster. There is mm-hmm. this one part. Where Mel Gibson is, he's trying to get. Uh, the, he he goes he goes to visit an old colleague of his who uh, runs a bank, and he's like, I, he's trying to get some money from people who owe him so that he can have enough money to enter this poker tournament. And this banker owes him a thousand dollars, so he goes, he visits the banker, and he's like, Hey, man, listen, uh, I need that thousand dollars. The banker's like, Listen, all I got's a hundred on me, man. I'm sorry, like the times are tough. It's all tied up in the bank. Can I give you a hundred dollars? And he's like, he's like, fine, I guess so. And then they, at that moment, they they get robbed, and it's Danny Glover is the is the guy robbing them. But he has like a, a mask over his nose, so mm-hmm. you can't you can't tell. I mean, I was like, is that Danny Glover? But you can't tell for for sure for sure. Right. And this was like a year or two after they had first uh, d- like done the first uh, Lethal Weapon when this movie came out, and so. Uh, at, at one point, Mel Gibson is like in a tussle with Danny Glover, and he pulls down pulls down his face mask, and they look at each other, and he's like, "Wait, are you?" And and they like they 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 like do this little like I recognize you, and then they both go, "No, no," and then Danny Glover leaves, and nice. and I was like, and, and, I, and so watching the rest of that movie, I was like. Is that going to come up later, or was that just a Lethal Weapon meta joke? And right. it was a Lethal Weapon meta joke. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's dude. awesome. And the best part is the um, uh, the banker ends up giving them like a few thousand dollars out of his pocket. <laughs> Mel Gibson's <laughs> like, dude, you just told me you had no money. That was funny too. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Please carry on about your Scrooged. Movie. Yes. You just Scrooge me over, man. I'm trying to. Talk hey, about man, I'll Scrooge you any day. Oh, fuck Scrooge yeah. on over here, and we'll never. Oh, mind. Scrooge, yeah. Alright, um <laughs> So, stars Bill Murray, Karen Allen, John Glover, not Danny Glover, uh yeah. Bobcat Goldwhite, which I don't I don't know if we should be talking about Bobcat. Uh you got Carol Kane who is amazing in this movie, John Forsyth and Robert Mitchum. Personally, I, I think that this is one of the best Christmas movies ever made, and not just because it's Bill Mur- Bill Murray, but because it's Bill Murray. Seriously. It's Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. I was hoping if I said it enough, maybe he'd appear. Okay. Uh, seriously, oh. though, th- th- this is a wonderful Christmas movie and a great and different take on the classic story of A Christmas Carol Thank by Charles God Dickens. someone <clears throat> did something different with it. Right. I mean, it's the same premise. You know, you have a man who is extremely selfish, only cares about money, just like Ebenezer Scrooge. <clears throat> only this man is named Frank Cross, and he is the president of television. And on Christmas Eve, like president of, te- I actually haven't seen this movie. So, so yeah, he's like a just he's basically like the he's head a television guy. executive. He, yeah. he's not the president of all of television. They call him the president of television in this movie. Gotcha. But yes, he is like an executive, just gotcha, gotcha. very high up in the television. What world. do you do? Oh, I just run all of television. I run television. <laughs> uh, so on Christmas Eve, uh, you know he he fires one of his employees. <laughs> Uh, he, he makes his secretary work late, even though she needed to take her son to the doctor. What a dick. He alienates himself from his only family, his younger brother. What a Scrooge um, move. Then his old boss, who is dead, visits him and warns of three ghosts who will soon be visiting with him. The ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. 
and Frank must learn how to be compassionate and caring again while on the way trying to win back his old girlfriend, Claire. Again, it's just a wonderful new take on the classic story we all know and love. Bill Murray is hilarious. Bob Goldwhite is Bob Goldwhite. I was gonna, why are you firing Bob, me, man? I don't think we shouldn't do that. You know, I did a I did a character that had a voice kind of like that. His name was Petey, and it was like a mix of him and uh, Kermit the Frog. Was like, oh, Fred, no. Now, where did you go, Fred? No. It was like my pet uh, fox. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen Bobcat's like stand-up comedy? Yeah, it's funny. I did not think it was. Really? I thought it was stupid. I was like, how did we make this man fucking famous and rich? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just going to stand on stage and it's, maybe the people will laugh at me. That right there is funny. I mean, just, just watching him That's was it, funny. That's it, though. You have to have more. Like, he literally yeah, says nothing. I agree that you have to have he more than that. He says nothing, but... and he's just, um. That was funny to me. Freaking I out. I don't think I could watch like three hours of his stand-up. That's what I'm but, saying. I've yeah. watched like an hour special and like I was like halfway through and I was just like, okay, that is the only thing making me laugh. Oh, uh, okay. Is, yeah, I've only seen like clips of him, so I guess I watched like the, the best ones, you know? Yeah. Anyway, it's got him. Uh, it's got Carol Kane as the ghost of Christmas present who is like extremely weird and hilarious. It's like she keeps like punching Bill Murray in the face and kicking him in the balls and... She's just so I I'm not even gonna try and impersonate her because I cannot do it, <laughs> but she is so fucking funny in this movie. Um, and then my all-time favorite scene. Uh, oh, yo, I'm sorry, I forgot David Johansson, who was like he's in the that. Dolls. He's he was like a musician. Um, he he's the ghost of Christmas Past, and he's also really hilarious in this movie. Um, but then my my favorite scene is at the very end when they're all uh, when they're recording a Christmas Carol live on TV. And Frank comes out as he, you know, he finally understands what a schmuck he's been and just goes out there and tells the world the true meaning of Christmas. Like, that Christmas Day is the day of the year where we bring good fortune to those that have none, that we bring the joyful spirit to those in need of it, and that we try not to only bring joy to them one day of the year, but every day. And it's a truly wonderful part of the film where, like, he gives, like, this little speech and I, it brings a tear to my eye every time I watch it. Um, so, I, I, again, just again, just go watch it, go watch Scrooged. But um, some fun facts: all three of Bill Murray's brothers are in this movie. Wow! Being John, Joel, and Brian uh, Murray, Doyle Murray. Oh, gotcha. the others are just it's John Murray, Joel Murray, and Brian Doyle Murray. Um, Paul Schaefer and Miles Davis. The, you know, whatever the fuck, tuba player, trumpet, trumpet, that's what I meant, trumpet player, they both make an appearance in this movie as street performers, and lastly, this was Bill Murray's first lead role since Ghostbusters, which came out four years before, and apparently Bill had been living in Paris and was actually considering giving up acting. So I, I'm very, very glad, as you know me. I mean, I got I'm over here wanking it to Bill Murray as I talk about him, but uh, <laughs> I'm very glad he took this role and continued because a world without Bill Murray is no world I want to be a part of. So that's it for me, Scrooge. Go check it out if you haven't, or if it's Christmas time, go check it out. Yeah, makes sense to me. Great movie. So let's wrap up this uh, first part of our top ten Christmas films. 
It's a good thing because we're at like an hour fifteen. So if we Already. were doing, I knew this was gonna be yeah. long. That's yeah. why I wanted this to start this episode. So number six uh, to finish off this first part for me is going to be Claws. And uh, it yeah, it's a Netflix animated film. C L A U S. No, K L A U S. K L A U S. You know, I and I, it, I, I, like I keep wanting to say it's Klaus, and for Klaus. and it might even be like I, <laughs> I remember this movie. I it's just don't remember. German. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember like I, what they called. You know how how they said it because right? I saw it like <laughs> I, I saw it uh, quite a, quite a, quite a bit ago. So I don't really like remember exactly like what it's how it's said. But I'm gonna go with Claus because uh, Santa Claus. But you know it very well could be Klaus, and I apologize if that's what it is. And then I sound like I have no idea what I'm talking about. But either way, if you've seen the movie, you definitely are like, yeah, this deserves to be on a top ten list, at least someone's top ten favorite list. Came out 2019, so just last year. It's directed by it was co-directed by Sergio Pablos and Carlos Martinez Lopez, and stars the voice talents of Jason Schwartzman. He plays the titular character, like and J.K. Simmons, and uh, also Rashida Jones. And, Rashida Jones. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. Jason Schwartzman wasn't the titular character. Klaus is actually J.K. Simmons. The oh yeah yeah right my bad. Uh, Jason Schwartzman's character is Jesper, uh, but he is the main character. Klaus is this uh, old old man who lives out in a cabin out in the out in the woods, like all alone. And so I'll get to that uh, here in just a second. So my thanks, bad on thanks that. Thanks for confusing me. I could I <laughs> confused myself there for a second, <laughs> but anyway. So uh, Jesper, played by Jason Schwartzman, he is the Postal Academy's worst student. Therefore, he is forced, and also he lives like a life of luxury. He's the um, like president of the Postal Academy's son, so he has servants, and he doesn't take life seriously, and he thinks he, he's very much entitled. Uh, and sounds so, like me. yeah, <laughs> sounds like a, mo- a lot of people are in our generation. But <laughs> yeah. he is uh, his dad wants to teach him a lesson, so he's forced to work on a frozen island, and he is tasked with delivering six thousand letters in one year before being allowed to come back. To his life of luxury and to be able to get off of that you know frozen island and on this island excuse me there are uh, all these locals they do not like each other it's a gloomy place there are these two families that are always at war with each other they basically have like gangs like factions no one even writes letters to each other so how the hell is jesper going to get six thousand letters delivered in a year in a town full of people who don't even like to like uh, uh don't like to write letters to each other i don't know dalton would you tell me i would gladly do that awesome <laughs> so eventually jesper uh discovers Klaus out uh, who's this mysterious man Klaus. living in a cabin <laughs> all alone uh where he makes toys by hands so jesper's de- uh, desperate for letters and he ends up uh, – what he decides to do is he takes this drawing that this one kid made and he delivers it out to Klaus, uh, the man out in, out in the cabin. And the man uh, decides to build this drawing. It was like, it was like a, it was a little toy, a drawing of a toy. So he decides to build it for the kid and then have it delivered. And so Jesper realizes uh, that he can manipulate this. He can use this to his own gain. The word gets out that this kid had a letter delivered to this man, and then a toy came. And so Jesper decides to start uh, uh, taking these letters to Kloss out there. He builds the toys, and then Jesper drops them down uh, the chimney. And, you know, where he, that's where you're getting kind of like the Santa Claus type uh, um, 
uh, Klaus. lore. <laughs> and uh, and he also there are bad kids out there, so he decides to give them coal. So that's where they you know get that lore as well. I got coal once. Uh, you did? Yeah. What happened? I was bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was naughty. He was a very naughty little boy. I was a naughty boy. Oh, very, I was very naughty, naughty nice. <laughs> so, so Jesper convinces Klaus to, to help him to deliver more toys. And um, they, uh, the, 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 the boy whose toy it, that he, he gives to him, it leads him to uh, play with this other girl and the families are outraged by it, so it kind of has like this, like uh, like Romeo and Juliet type deal there, you know, where like you. the families are starting to like the, you know, the kids are <laughs> they're not like in love, obviously they're kids, but they're but they're like well Romeo and Juliet were kids, the Capulets, yeah. So so the myth, the, like I said, the myth grows and it eventually becomes like very overwhelming, and uh, also this uh, teacher, school teacher Alva, comes into play, played by Rashida Jones. And then she and Jesper, they uh, he helps her to reopen her school with the money uh, that she is saving because she is trying to leave. And oh man, it's just I, I was so shocked by this by this film. Klaus. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and I'm glad you were shocked, man. That's that's shocking to hear. And so this uh, this young this young bully he he confronts Jesper and Jesper's the one who declares that Klaus only gives toys to good children Klaus. and he <laughs> and he's tracking all of their all of their bad behaviors on a naughty list mm-hmm. and this leads all the children to perform acts of kindness throughout the town and it inspires everybody to basically just become nicer to each other and you see the the Christmas spirit just kind of go through this town and and it just does a 180 and all of a sudden it's this great bright and and, and amazing place to to live and i that guess warms my heart pretty much kind of told you like the whole plot but there's there's even more to it and the ending is especially special <laughs> and uh it's just man it's just a really heartwarming film and i it's it's cool because it's very recent it just came out recently and so the fact that they're still able to make great family christmas centered uh you know movies even now given like the longevity of it and how many movies we've had mm-hmm. come out and all the stinkers that we've had, especially on the Hallmark, Hallmark channel. <laughs> oh God. We, uh, it, it's just, it was really nice. And so Kla- Klaus, 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 Klaus is one that I would recommend that you go see. And that's why it's on my list. Awesome, man. Thanks for telling me about that, by the way. I'm going to have to go back and listen though. Cause I wasn't listening now. <laughs> so <laughs> when this episode comes out, I'll finally get to hear about what you just said. I was too. I'm sorry. I was too busy just going Klaus. Dude, I just I. Uh, I kept thinking like, when should I say it? When should I say it? When, is he gonna stop? Is, here we go. Is he gonna go. pause right here? Klaus. I'm just I'm annoyed <laughs> with myself because I don't have Netflix anymore, so I haven't. I wasn't able to go back and like rewatch it. So I'm going off of like largely memory here. So if I got some things hazy, apologies. But I hope you get the sentiment of it and and. Trust me that it's a good movie. And if you don't take my word for it, take this one fun fact that I have for you, take that word for it, and that is that it was the first animated film from Netflix to be nominated for an Oscar. Wow. Yeah. That is Boom. pretty awesome. Klaus. Hey. A.K.A. Hey. Don't bring out some facts. Oh, yeah. That's pretty awesome, man. Well, that's going to pretty much do it for this part. We do have a s- second part. <laughs> where <laughs> that's gonna be coming so out I, I was burping as i was saying that oh, i didn't, didn't want to go but so yeah we have a second part coming out where we get to our top five these are the ones that are very true to our heart and near and dear and we love so much 
So definitely check out episode two or part two of the Christmas episode. Uh-huh. And we might even have an intermission, a Christmas intermission where we play some games. So yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't. I mean, we went long with this. It's one. gonna be. It's gonna be in between part one and two, where we just for ten minutes we're just gonna fucking do some Christmas improv games. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. So, but uh, what we're gonna do now is go watch Krampus for you. And then uh, you can give your review on what you thought about it at the beginning of the next episode. I, I can't wait to watch Krampus. I Krampus. hope there's no – I don't know what I was going to say. You were, you were trying for the puns. Yeah, I was, you but were. I've already used it. I was like, I hope it's not going to be a Krampus on my side to oh, watch man. this movie. But hey, yeah. you know, whatever. An overused pun is better than one that never existed. Can I write that down? To please. I, I, I like that, actually. <laughs> yeah. say, say that again? An overused pun is better than one that never existed. I already forgot it, but that's awesome. I like it. Klaus. Klaus. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you all part two. All right, bye. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Klaus. 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 <laughs>